Yeah. It's a little different today. Uh, the podcast that's not a podcast. Um, it's a coping strategy. Today is a little different. As you can tell, there was no, no, we didn't do any of our normal spiel at the top. We didn't, uh, there's no intro. Nope. We just hit record. We did. It is 5.30 p.m. on the 20th of April. Yeah. Eastern and time. the uh, the verdict in the Derek Chauvin trial just came back less than 30 about, minutes ago. Oh, Dan, it's really only been about 10 or 15 minutes. Has it really? Yeah. Has it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and uh, we debated a few different times today what time we should record at because the jury was in deliberations and we were like, well, we can't really. Knowing us, it will happen the minute we stop recording. And then we kind of delayed it as long as we thought we could. And we started and immediately that was when they announced that uh, a verdict had been reached. So yeah, we Dan stopped. Was- Dan was about to hit record. <laughs> Literally and, about to. And I was just closing off windows and I just checked the very last window and I said, hang on. Yeah. There's a verdict in. And he was like, wow, I was reaching for the button. So. Um, so woo! now it's a few hours later. The verdict has come back. Mm. It is guilty. I mean, I'm sure you know this if you are hearing this, but it was guilty on all three counts. Second degree murder, third degree murder, and uh, and a manslaughter charge. Um. Yeah, I, I, I like everybody. We did. I just sort of stopped. I had stuff to do, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'm just going to do the stuff now that involves pacing around. Like, I'll unload the dishwasher, and I'll move this these dishes here, and I'll yeah, you, you do the 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 pacing things. I just cleaned my workbench for the mm. first time in a very long time. In fact, I moved speakers that I have been annoyed at where they are on my bench for two years. Mm. And I was like, I'm moving these goddamn speakers now. And then, yeah. uh, it's very clean. Dan, I, I felt absolutely certain that they were going to come back and say he was guilty. Yeah. Um, and I said that to you. I was like, they are going to come back guilty. Like there's, they just are. They absolutely are. And they did. Um, I was no far reservations. Less yeah. I was shockingly certain. Yeah. I, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I was, I was not certain at all. There are far too many object lessons in oh, the yeah. police getting away with literal murder all the time. And uh, was unwilling to allow my brain to entertain the notion that there was perhaps in this single sole tragic case going to actually be some some form of of justice as incomplete as it is. Yeah, it was not that my faith was in any way in the system. It was entirely in the jury. (laughs) It's just like that jury. Is going to come back with guilty. Yeah. I just think they are. Like, I just feel like those 12 people are going to have their shit together and do what needs to be done. And like, certainly, you know, once that, 
once that sort of agonizingly long 90 minutes uh was underway many of the many of the folks that i look to for um information around uh legal and 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 justice related things all seemed pretty unanimous in thinking that it was going to go the way that it did um apparently the ju- the the jury asked no questions back to the judge yeah they asked no questions it wasn't a mistrial it wasn't hung it was like yeah no you um you uh you crushed a man's neck for nine and a half minutes and um you are guilty of murder yeah which super, is super clear uh we also have a video of it of you doing it and everybody telling you to stop so i'm not I don't mean my tone to make like, I mean, literally, it's just, it is this obvious that this, you have committed a murder. Yeah, but we've seen this exact sure. thing play out sure. before. I mean, but, for. But, but this jury didn't let it happen. Yeah, which is. Yeah, it's, yeah, my brain is, is shot. It was, a, I, I, I realized how much stress I was carrying and I think everyone was carrying. I mean, for, for those of, uh, for people listening to this in the twin cities, you have been carrying a remarkable amount of stress for the last few weeks. I mean, it it has not gotten a a great deal of coverage, but ever since the Duante Wright killing 10 days ago, 10 days ago. Yeah. Minneapolis has basically been under military occupation. There have been curfews, you know, there have been troops in the streets, you know, highly, highly soldierized, not the right word, uh, cops as well. Um, You know, they canceled schools uh, this week preemptively. And uh, that's a lot to carry. And obviously, that's what... Black Americans carry every fucking day, too. So there's a lot of stress. Yeah, I mean, there was a murderer who committed a murder in broad daylight while everyone watched. Yeah. He murdered a man, and they get away with that all the time, but they did not get away with it this time. And he was, like, they were mad. Like, he was, his ass went to jail. Like, they put him in cuffs, and they took him away. Yeah. Yeah, that was sort of a, an open question whether he'd be remanded to jail or. They're like, you're guilty, you're guilty, you're guilty. Uh, you're going to jail. No, okay, great, let's go. Boom. Yeah. It was like two minutes long. It and was, he was very, his, yeah, very rapid. Guilty. Everybody in agreement. Going to jail now. Boom. And that's it's not just it's the bare minimum. It is the literal bare minimum of what you do when some. I, I, I can't. <sighs> damn. What do you even say about this? It's also just the look on that guy's face, just the look of just supercilious surprise. Like it was as if he was saying, like, oh, what? Now you're saying I can't kill a guy? Like it was that look on yeah. his face. Yeah. It was not a look of uh, remorse or sorrow or no, anything. No, no, no head down. No. Nothing like that. Just the kind of chin up. You talking to me shit. Yeah. Then I, I, I have, 
what are you? Damn, it's just so. Uh, as soon as the verdict was read, we were going to start recording again. But I went out and I looked out the window first because of because we're high up and because of the streets, I can see. I'm like, let me just go look for NYPD cars going by. And sure yeah. enough, a bunch of vans were steaming downtown. I was like, yeah, there's lots of uh, helicopters and, you know. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's a it is likely the police will riot tonight. You know, that's, this is for them an injustice. And uh, they want to, they want to reinforce that they still hold power over people that may be protesting or celebrating or any other level of bodies in streets. They will... They will demonstrate that they still hold hold that space. At least that's where my negative thinking lands. I hope that it is not true. I hope that it is I hope that it is a night that people can be reflect. safe from police. Yeah, you know. As as every night should be. Yeah, as every night should be in it. <sighs> I um I deliberately didn't look at some of the, you know, Maureen's Facebook corner, but I did just peer in my Maureen's oh, Facebook. No. Uh, but I actually haven't seen anything. Um, I didn't see any person giving support to that guy. Yeah. Which makes me wonder: Is it hard to do uh, when you have a nine-minute video of of slowly murdering a man that you're like? Uh, they just feeling what are they feeling awkward like what and i haven't seen any support for him yeah i mean i think it will be it will be interesting to see how that plays out you know i mean the typically when policing is found to be guilty it is put put forward as sort of well this is a bad apple Right. Mm. Uh, despite the fact that it, it remarkably consistent in terms of turning out bad apples. Yeah, I got some bad news for you. Your orchard's built on a, like a nuclear waste site. Yeah, you're, I, it's literally built on a fucking haunted graveyard. You yeah. know, like um, these are Chernobyl apples. And so it will be interesting to see if if it is decided that, you know what, we're going to push this one over in order to kind of protect uh, the overall. I mean, one of the things that was interesting, though, I don't know enough about the kind of politics of Minneapolis policing to know whether it is is um, surprising or not. But, you know, a lot of the a lot of the prosecution was uh, police, including the police chief, basically being like, yeah, that guy fucked up. You know, he should not have done any of that. That man should still be alive, you know. So um, it does feel like there was a certain level, at least within a certain class of cop that, well, we got to go with the bad apple theory on this one, mm. you know, save our own asses. But I doubt that that is held in particularly high regard by the rank and file. 
you know, Dan, this is this week. Um, we've gone back to we're, well, it's hard to negotiate a tone with this. Um, we're going back to our great national tradition of just constant mass shootings. We had uh, one day, I think we had three. Yeah. Was that the day yesterday, the day before? Um, yeah. You know, when you think about the, the gar- what I've described in the past as a cartoon obsession with guns and the cartoon obsession with um, the idea that the police are awesome and just are yeah. constantly running around doing cool shit. These cartoon notions of reality that belie the fact that people are being killed left, right, and center. Um, poof, Dan, like, uh, whew, poof, yeah, poof. it's a lot. I mean, it's, it's a, a lot. lot. This is it, this episode is a lot, you guys, um, because um, it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, Jesus, it was just a few days ago here in Chicago that the Adam Toledo footage was released. You know, I mean, we, it was 11 days ago that Dante Wright was killed. It was, you know, I mean, it's just, and then, yeah, interspersed within all of that are shooting after, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot happening. I mean, our country... If this was what another country was doing, we would treat that country like it was a war zone. Yeah. Um, I mean, the wildest fucking thing is you can't even come up with a country that you can point to and say, oh, if this was when this happens here, we say, you know, this is, it's like, no, no, doesn't actually doesn't fucking happen anywhere. Like except you- if there is actually a war happening. That you're not you're not supposed to be freaked out if a a um, untrained middle aged white weirdo walks into your grocery store with a gun on their hip. You're supposed to be like, "That's awesome." Yeah, that's fine and normal. Yeah, a lot of Kool Aid has been drunk. Yeah, for people that um, don't live in states that have open carry. Uh, you know, we pre-pandemic, we do a lot of road tripping. And so we spend a fair amount of time in states with with open carry. And it is I mean, we have left stores repeatedly like, uh, no, I'm not going to fucking buy three gallons of water at Walmart right now when the fucking dude strapped in the water aisle. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's. um. Yeah. Today's a beginning. I mean, is it though? I'm I'm fucking cynical, right? Like it's it is it is a it is a modicum of something that maybe resembles justice, but it is a it is a tiny sliver in a in a never-ending fucking forest of injustice. You know, I mean, even this same week. The same week that this happens and we go, okay, okay, so there's one, you know, same week, the fucking one of the cops that killed Breonna Taylor gets a fucking book deal, you know, like it's, 
it is a system that is deeply fundamentally broken in large part because it was built broken. And it's it's hard for me, you know, it is it is not an easy resolution to dismantling that system. No. I think. You but know, every I'm, good thing is a good thing, right? Yeah. That's true. I mean, that they made true. history today. Apparently that was the first time a police officer has ever been found guilty of murder in Minnesota. Of like I I presume I mean on uh, duty. the no, there was the reason actually that the the third degree murder charge um is it that they first time a it was police first officer degree? in the Minis in Minnesota was found uh, guilty of third degree murder just a few years ago actually, um, and that that third degree murder charge actually was um, originally thrown out on this trial and then um, put back into place because uh, during the I believe during the proceedings the Minnesota Supreme Court ruled on that previous charge finding that it was that it was valid i'm just uh nancy pelosi is speaking right now and should not be because uh her quote is you don't want to sit down for this one dan uh thank you george floyd for sacrificing your life for justice because of you and okay i'm i'm sorry what yeah okay Oh, my. I just saw that same quote. It's okay to retire from jobs. <laughs> it really is. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is a weird thing to listen to, I think. This episode? <laughs> yeah. yeah this, this. Two people trying to fucking fucking figure out. Yeah, we're we're also scrolling because this is all happening so quickly. Like this is all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, imagine a fucking system where someone is killed straight out, middle of the day, surrounded by people on camera. And we sit on pins and needles, hoping to God that maybe all the right things align. Yeah. And that they are found, the person that did it is found guilty. Nation, like that is... Yeah, nation joyous over bare minimum happening. Yeah. 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 I mean, just... I mean, just Jesus Christ. Okay, Dan, we gotta we gotta pull our shit together. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna sit down. I mean, one of the things um, about the stress of all of this, this the kind of waiting, because soon as the jury went went into. Um, deliberations it was just like a different level of just like 
stress. And actually, this morning, I saw uh, Lisa Lucas, who used to be the head of the National Book Foundation. Now, I think she's a head of publishing a Pantheon or something like that. And she tweeted out, it is entirely impossible to feel like a normal human during this wild transitional moment, right? And it was hit me with this, with both this sort of unknowing of when this news was going to happen, was going to drop, what the verdict was going to be, what the results and reactions of whichever verdict was going to be, you know, it was sort of this, this moment of one of, of wondering, not a moment of wonder, but a moment of wondering in a transition point inside a broader transition point of this moment where we are, you know, vaccinating, but people are still getting sick and we don't know what the right things to do are. And it's like we are in such a massive moment of transition with smaller moments of transition sort of interspersed throughout it from sort of this moment of where we were, these lives we led and the lives that we will lead. But like we don't know we don't know where we are in any of these transitions right now. And I think we can only hope that we are transitioning toward better things. And I mean, hope and work towards transitioning toward better things. But seeing that tweet from her actually helped me quite a bit because I was like, why do I feel like I feel right now? And like, is it because of the second vax still or what? But it's like, oh, no, it's just because I'm trying to fucking live in this wild ass moment hum, in time. Hum, humble brag. Dan has the second vax. I got second vaxxed on Saturday. And uh, I will tell you, other than feeling a little extra tired on Sunday. And a little jittery in the morning, I actually felt um, I, f- I mean, I'm always fucking tired. So it was like, I guess. I mean, I'm a fucking five-year-old that hasn't left the house in fucking 400 and some odd days. Like, I'm tired. Um, and uh, so, yeah, but it was like, why do I feel weird still? And it was like, oh, that's why. Because right now is fucking weird. It's weird. It's weird town. It is weird town. Forget about it, Dan. It's weird town. <laughs> Dan, uh, also, I'm having a weird time because some asshole I know keeps sending me DMs about how Andrew Yang is going to be my mayor. That's not very thoughtful. <laughs> Who the fuck's doing that? <laughs> Someone with a beard I know was like, hey, look at your mayor, Andrew Yang. He's buying Bitcoin and he's he's going to put in influencer TikTok influencer houses. And here he is on a weed farm. Enjoy. Yeah. Imagine knowing someone like that who likes to send you those kind of DMs. Man, what a jerk. <laughs> what well, a jerk that person how is. How dare Glad you. it's not me. How dare you, Dan? Hey, you know. We're gonna I'm be, not the one that's about to have Andrew Yang as my mayor. It's going to be Yangtown really soon. And I know you're going to laugh. The, when is the actual vote? I don't know, tomorrow or something or 15 (laughs) years from now. Who even knows? What is time? (laughs) How dare you ask me that question? 
I'm looking it up for you. Public service. Let's see. Uh, here we go. Oof. <laughs> what? The primaries aren't until June 22nd and the general election is November 2nd? I know. You're going to go the whole year with these clowns? That's why I couldn't even say it out loud. <laughs> I figured it was like a, you're having... I, a, no. I thought the ranked... Because you do like a ranked primary. I thought that was like ranked slash instant runoff. So I thought it was one and done. I, and I, I was like, if he sees these dates... He is going to ramp up his his, <laughs> his relentless word. trolling of me. Oh, it's Do you so know? Long. Okay, it's just not funny. <laughs> I thought you were having a vote. Like I thought it was like I guess April's no. almost over, but I figured it was like an April thing, and then you were just done. No. Wow, you have the whole. We have the whole year for this. Yeah, laugh it up. Oh, we're going to get Andrew Yang on this podcast. <laughs> we're going, he's going to be our mayor and we're going to have TikTok influencer houses, Dan. And, that, um, and that's just how um, it is. Maureen, just what? point of order. They're called hype houses. Okay. You know what? Shut your <laughs> dumb beardy face. <laughs> just, you know, they're going to be everywhere. You should know the right name. No one likes you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to end up, and the neighborhood I live in is going to be full of fucking hype houses. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be living in hype house fucking central, Dan. Is, this, and is that because you have a lot of nice murals to pose in front of? Dan, there'll be two things I'm going to be able to see from my house. Hype houses and people on jet skis. <laughs> Those are the only two things. <laughs> well, I saw four jet skis following a trash barge the other day, and I was like, if I haven't just seen late stage capitalism go by i don't know what i just saw <laughs> oh yeah it's all hype houses and jet skis up in here dan it's a goddamn delight city of dreams we greatest will have city in the world like we'll the have song legal says. weed but it won't be until next year well actually it's legal now i thought that was a dude just giving away joints yeah. in the park today there was a guy sitting on Union Square, and if you showed proof that you just got fully vaccinated, he would give you a joint. That man should be mayor. But instead, we're going to have probably Andrew Yang or some other weirdo. Oh, let's 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 be clear, Maureen. Yang was taking notes. <laughs> that guy just sat out there with a table and gave his like, let me see. You got back. OK, have a joint. Are people still in jail in New York for... They're supposed to be let out. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. I don't know if that's... I mean, they're supposed... They were supposed to, like, just be let out. Like, full yeah. stop. Yeah. Um, But it was... It, like, basically, he signed it, and they're like, okay, it's just instantly decriminalized. Okay. But the, like, getting licenses for dispensaries and shit like that, that's going to take the oh, but extra you can, time. Oh, but, but if you're a dude in a weed suit wanting to hand out joints in Union Square Park, you're good to go. Yeah, no one said anything. They're like, you want to be the weed man with who gives out joints, like, neatly rolled joints to people that have gotten their shot? No problem. I, I mean, that was a non-insignificant outlay of money on that dude's part. Yeah, it was a it was a 
I mean, he seemed to give out, I think it was like 500 joints. Yeah. I think it was, that's some Bitcoin. That's some Bitcoin right there. Look, I don't know, Dan. All I know is a nice man in a weed-covered suit who's giving out presents. <laughs> uh, well, Dan, mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. I, Dan, It's this is a weird day. My brain feels like it's been put in a juicero. <laughs> Fully squeezed down to nothing. That guy. You know what? Maybe you'll get Juicero guy to run for mayor of Chicago. We don't, we've gone over this. We don't get clowns. We get like bosses. Uh, Literally today in the, I got to fucking pull up this quote because it was just like, fuck you. Uh, Today, this is the headline on the Chicago Sun-Times prior to the, to the verdict coming in. Lightfoot, that's Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago. Warns looters poised to take advantage of Chauvin verdict. Quote, don't test us. Quote, we are prepared and we are ready to arrest and bring prosecution. Anyone who would dare to take the dreams of our small businesses by looting. The mayor said Tuesday morning. Those are the fucking mayors we get in Chicago. Every fucking person on a goddamn power trip. Correction. That guy had 3000 joints. That's a lot of money. I mean, good for that guy. It was yes, and for three thousand New Yorkers, I suppose. He's got a weed top hat. Sure. I mean, if you're gonna go, go all the way. Um, but yeah, now um, there's there's Black Lives Matter is on you, so they're having a nice thing on Union Square. Um. Oh my goodness, our friend Akila Hughes just tweeted and I literally just gasped and then my whole body exhaled simultaneously. She just tweeted, so glad Trump's not here to weigh in. Can you imagine, Maureen? Can you imagine? If that fucker was on Twitter right now. Yeah, still banned. Still banned, Dan. Yeah. On a on a lighter note, speaking of that stuff, the my pillow guy, uh, to whom the teen is vaguely obsessed. So I, I get almost daily Mike Lindell updates from the teen. Yes. Side Maureen. side note, I've raised my hand. Trump loving relative has more than once tried to have me explain to him how he can buy a my pillow on the internet, and I have um <laughs> Told him they're not available. <laughs> well, he um he has been attempting all week to launch a, I think, alternative to Twitter, some sort yeah. of free speech thing. It's and a, it's has a platform uh, called Frank. Yeah, it's going to be called Frank. Which I can't hear the name Frank and not think of like the mid-90s lesbian folk singer Frank. You see, I think of a really nice red sauce joint down the street in the East Village called Frank. It, Frankie's. You what do you want? You go to Frankie's. But you see, he's saying it like it's you're being Frank. Get right. it? I get get it. it? I get it. But he has had uh, multiple repeated technical problems. What, that guy? I know. My it's pillow weird. guy? It's weird. 
And uh, I was actually looking at a thread. It finally launched after multiple days of, of it failing. It finally launched and somebody did sort of a technical analysis of it all and how badly built it is. Apparently, it's mostly built on top of Squarespace, which is a weird platform to build like Boy, a- Boy, that's delightful. A, a, lar- a large form real time like- Yeah, I mean, what- I mean, Twitter it, clone. If not Squarespace, you, what are you going to tell me? It was built on Simply Safe. Like, yeah. yeah. Was it just built on something advertised on podcasts? It's, it was. It's weird. He built an entire social network out of Casper mattresses and a blue know. apron box. It's just. It's just some sort of weird HelloFresh network where you can say anything and they give you a box with one single potato in it. Anyway, I think it's not been going well. What that guy? He seems. Yeah. But he seems so smart. He does. He does seem smart. Ah, Dan. Maureen Johnson. What do we even say anymore? I don't know. It's, uh... Again, we we apologize, you guys. This is a weird episode. It is a weird episode. But it's just a weird time, you know? Like, it's... It is... It is a really weird time. Like we uh, at my house, we are just a week or so away from three out of the four of us being vaccinated with the teen turning 16 uh, at the end of the month and likely being able to get um, to get a shot right away. Uh, I think I mentioned this on the Bonus episode, but if you are in the Chicago area and you are looking to get a vaccine and you have a car, the FEMA site operated in Gary, Indiana has spots every day, all day, and you can go there even if you are not an Indiana uh, uh, resident, you can go there uh, and get a sign up and get a shot. Uh, likely we will end up there uh, for the teen or something equivalent. Anyway, we are... We are um, we are at a point where we are like, oh, three of the four of us are going to be vaxxed. So that means we can do stuff. Oh, except one of us is five. Yeah. And we literally have no idea when they will be vaccinated. Like it is. And trying to navigate that thing is another sort of weird transition moment in time trying to figure out how the fuck that squares in all of our brains is difficult um well i don't want to brag dan but here in new york city you can now get vaccinated at the museum for natural history under the motherfucking whale i saw that and they put a uh, they put a big band-aid on the whale's flipper <laughs> jealous i am that was a good one. It's I pretty, was jealous. It's pretty good. That was uh uh like that is a level like the you can go get vaccine vaccinated, I believe, or maybe it's testing. They're still doing a Disneyland in in California. A friend of mine got vaccinated at Magic Mountain in California. That was pretty cool. But yeah, the Museum of Natural History underneath that giant ass whale. Mm-hmm. That is cool as hell. Trust me, if I didn't already have my appointment for Thursday. Yeah, shot two for Maureen. Shot two for me. I will get my shot downtown um, on, I think it's, I think I was down on Church Street. Um, 
Where was my shot, Dan? It was in New York. It's downtown. Okay. It, it was it was downtown, Dan. That's fine. Downtown. Where all the shots are at downtown. Oh boy. You might get stepped on a by a rat downtown. Oh dear. Just work. I'm just riffing, Maureen. I don't I, know if you knew. I, keep I, going. I didn't have that prepared. Let's hear it. That's all. That's that it. That was it. Yeah. At and rat. That was the rhyme. That's all I had for you. Did I, uh, one time, a long time ago, I was waiting for the train in Chicago and I saw a rat on the tracks, which is not, you know, that is a pretty normal thing. And it was, um, it was eating uh, the remains of a gyro out of uh, one of those metalized paper wrappers that a gyro is in. Mm -hmm. And then the rat touched the third rail with the wrapper and it burst into flames and the rat <laughs> burst into flames and it went running down the tracks. Oh no. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a real traumatizing subway experience. Oh no. Yeah, it was not so great. Oh. That rat was psyched about that gyro and then it was not psyched about that gyro. I was about to ask if it was okay, but it was not okay, was it, Tim? I, maybe. I mean, it burst into flame. Well, sure, but there's, there's a lot of water in the subway system maybe it doused itself further down the line oh. and is living a happy and robust rat life has a thousand children now they all have a taste for tzatziki sauce oh dan one time so one time dan one time yeah i was standing on the subway platform dan mm -hmm. and i looked down and there on the track was a pineapple Pineapple Dan just sitting on the track, and I was like, "Ooh, look at that!" And then <laughs> I was so excited about looking at this pineapple. And then a train came. I was like, "Uh oh!" And I stepped back, and the train passed, and I went to see what happened to the pineapple. Like, was it smashed or not? Was it still there? Was it in one piece or not? And Dan, I looked back, and it was gone. It had disappeared with the train. Whoa! Yeah, that's my story. That was. A I am ghost so pineapple. sad about this rat that burst into flame. I mean, he maybe he reemerged like a phoenix. Dexy is obsessed with catch. She really desperately wants just wants to catch a rat. <laughs> that will be that will be great when that happens. She is so interested in the like she because they scurry around all the parks and stuff. She's always yeah. Like, I'm gonna catch a rat. I'm gonna catch a rat. Like no, baby, you're not gonna catch a rat. She's like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna catch a rat. Um, I don't hate rats. They're fine. We used to have a dog that was much smarter than our current dog. And oh, uh, Spotty's to... clever. She's not that clever. So it's fine. But uh, anyway, we lived in a place that um, was pretty badly infested with mice. And she was real intent on catching a mouse. And finally, one day, one went running through the living room and she shot up, gra ran toward it, grabbed it got it in her mouth and the look of sheer surprise on her face of just like, what the fuck? She opened her mouth and the mouse went running out, scurrying away. Zelda caught she a pigeon once and the same thing happened. She didn't try to a mouse again. She caught the pigeon and then she was like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And then she opened her mouth and the pigeon went away. Yeah. I don't think they know what they want. No. They just feel that urge to get it. Right. There's something deep and primal in them. And then... 
10,000 years of domestication kicks in and they're like, what? Uh, okay, I did it. Oh, God, I have no idea what happened. Oh, shit. Man, I'm now, not a wolf anymore. I don't know what to do with this. Somebody scritched my belly. Oh, I'm so good. Today I was trying to do my exercise and do my yoga and I did it in the living room and yeah. she was dead asleep, but then she was like, oh, mom's doing something. And so when I'm kind of down, downward facing dogging, in charges Dexy, like, oh, yeah. hey! And then she kind of comes underneath and like presses up against me. She's like, this is the funnest game. This is when I, I get under you when you're doing the exercises. And she thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, that's uh, Spotty as well. When Janice is doing her, her workouts in the living room, Spotty is like, oh, this is great. This is a fun game we're doing. Let's both do this. <laughs> I'll get underneath of you. I'll get, yeah. I'll, I'll climb under here. She and also, Janice always like rolls out a little yoga mat to do it on. And she's the minute that Janice like has to stand up to do something. Dog lays down and goes to sleep on the yoga mat. Yep. They're like, well, this you've put, you've put this weird Thank thing down you. for me. Thank you. This is wonderful. I have many chairs and sofas and blankets and rugs to lay on, but this weird rubbery thing is, is, is new. Exactly so I'm going to lay perfect. on it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know what to say, you guys. I just, it's, yeah, my brain is just really, really tapped. It's really tapped. It's possible we may have to make this one be a short one because there's only so many times that we can say we don't know what to say. I mean, we've told our rat stories. One time when I first started going to Columbia and I went up like for my orientation, I just moved to New York. I'm like, here I am in New York City and I'm going to go up to Columbia, which is where I'm going to go to school. You had and one of those I, suitcases with all the stickers on yeah, it. Yeah, that said like college and Hawaii. And, yeah. And so I went up like, why here I am a girl in the big city. And I went and I walked down 114th to see somebody and a rat ran over my foot. And I was like, well, welcome to New York, I guess. And I've never looked back, Dan. There you go. I've never looked back from the feeling, the little pitter-patter of rat feet on mine. <laughs> Didn't even really phase me. I was like, huh. <laughs> there you go. That's how you knew. Huh. That's how you knew you were ready for the big apple. Just a rat ran over my foot. But was I'm... the big apple ready for you? Yeah. When you went downtown. No, I went uptown, Dan. Uptown, things will be great. Uptown, that's where the big pizza slices are. Also, the place that serves three dollar giant pint sized margaritas. <laughs> None of that rhymed. Yeah, pint sized three dollar margaritas that's... from five to seven. I have not, um. I've not done drinking in a quite a while. And for some reason, the last few weeks, I've been like, hmm, frozen margs sound great. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what bit of something in my brain triggered during this certain malaise that is this latter, latter part of well, the it's, pandemic. But it's like suddenly we're gonna... frozen margs sound incredible to me. I've made a commitment to Oscar that once we are both uh, vaccinated, we are going to go on one of those outdoor bars and have a drink. And I want yeah. the fruitiest drink that's available. I, I like want it, it to be silly, Dan. 
a silly drink, like a with a at least one piece of fruit and a umbrella in it. It doesn't have to have the decorations, but it in, in a, a and of itself. Uh, like I, I just happened to look at a place today. Um, I was like, oh, a taco place opened up, and I immediately looked at the menu because I'm interested in every taco place that opens up. Yeah, for for obvious reasons, sure, be- because tacos. And they had an elderflower margarita. And I was like, that is some crossover English shit that I believe that Oscar will be very interested in. They also had like a like a little egg and crest taco. Gross, but possible. I mean, an elderflower margarita just (laughs) is. I would drink that. I would drink that. I can't picture elderflower in my flavor profile. It's just kind of floofy. Okay. It's just kind of like, it's sort of like a light, lemony, florally. That sounds good. It's nice. It's very inoffensive. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. It's very nice. You know what's a surprisingly good drink, Dan, is celery soda. Oh, yeah. Celery. Sounds gross. Is delicious. Celery is a is a legitimately delicious thing. See, I have always hated celery, but recently mm. I've been trying to make myself like it. I like celery a lot. Celery is a good time. But see this, Dan? We started with the the hugeness of the day and the and the 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 significance and the historical import. And now we're 45 minutes in, we're like, I like celery. Yeah, I never liked celery, but then I started eating celery. Yeah, celery's pretty cool. <laughs> see that, Dan? See how things can degrade or improve in just a short period of time? Yeah. You know, that's where we're at now. We're on to the celery discourse. We're finally like celery, yes or no. That's it. It's what it takes now. Hard yes. Uh-oh. You just went down. <laughs> you just moved on from Celery. And stared into the void for a moment. I did, didn't I? Yeah, you sure did. I don't, I, what did I do? Can I see a little? You went. And then just stared into the middle distance at a 45 degree angle. Oh, was that it? Oh, yeah. That's not great, is it? it. No, you just went away for a bit. Maureen doesn't live here anymore. (laughs) It's actually reached the. Just the weird point is that seeing people is now on the schedule. Wow. Yeah. We're going to go see my family. Yeah. And some of my friends are going to gather outdoors. Okay. And I will see them. Well, there you go. But like the idea that anything is going to be planned now, I'm like, well, I'm going to see someone in a month. I guess I better start getting ready. Like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. I have no sense of how to do that. Yeah. I saw somebody that was like, yeah, the big problem with all of everyone getting vaccinated and all of that is now I just have to turn down plans because I just don't want to. Yeah. I am like, in not. I am in no way conditioned for that now. No. What if I was like, hey, Dan. Okay, let's, let's just do the scenario. Ring, ring. Oh, ring. hey. Hi, hey. Dan. It's me, Maureen. I'm nearby. Uh, you want to meet up outside? I guess something to eat? Oh, right. Right now. Come on. Let's uh, just grab something to eat outside. You want to Oh, just... I've got um, like 
I mean, what are you doing? I, actually, can I just interrupt? <laughs> because I basically got this exact text <laughs> this weekend. And I'm going to, without disclosing the person, I'm going to read you some of this. This is not from someone that I am close to, I will point out. Hey, long time. That's how it starts. And then they say, I'm in Chicago. Any chance you're around Saturday for coffee? I'm showing my kid a university here. Anything I should do with him Friday night to make him love Chicago? Oh, I would imagine go bowling, go see a movie, lick a bunch of shit, dine indoors and go nuts. (laughs) I responded, ha ha, this reads like a text from 2019. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? And then I responded, I can't do coffee because I'm not fully vaxxed. Like, what the shit are you talking about? Anyway, eventually he responded back. Uh, Finally was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then he's like, well, anyone else I should hang out with here? (laughs) And I responded, you all do lockdown different where you come from. So that was how I dealt with that situation in actual life. I'm still flabbergasted by it. (laughs) Hey, man, what's up? Like this would be that would have been a weird text to have gotten without the pandemic happening. Like, huh? Okay. I mean, I guess I sort of know you. Sure. Okay. Dad. Dad. Hey. Me at your window. Hey, Dan. Yeah. Dan, come that was out. Weird. <laughs> Dan. Dan. Yeah. Dan, you want But that was definitely one of those situations where I was like, well, at least I have an excuse. Come on, get coffee with me, Dan. <laughs> Dan, it's me. Let me in. <sighs> anyway. Come on, Dan. It's me. We are we I'm- are reaching the point where suddenly a person has to be like, how do I say no to this? But also, how do we say yes? How do we say oh, yes right. to life again? Oh, no. I know. It sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I mean, the way you worded it. Yeah. Reason one. Yeah. Not good. No. How do we say yes to life again, then? Oh, well, you don't like that at all. Dan no. just went to the middle distance. Yeah. Dan like, just retreated mm, deep into his beard. <laughs> no. mm. Hey, some of us have gotten used to this. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And it says who was made possible by you. Yeah, we didn't through do your, any. Uh, through we your didn't your do any at the start. We can do it here at the end. Made through your support of our Patreon. Patreon.com slash says who were every Sunday. You do get a bonus episode of me and Maureen just for you. If you're a five or $10 backer, $10 backers also get stickers and the April sticker club stickers are in the mail. Get excited for those. If you gave the April moment, they they are tremendous. There's a big stack heading to you. I don't get excited. They are tremendous. I, I, I'm tempted to just take those and plaster them around the village. Our theme music was performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at Says Who Podcast.com. 
Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. If you want to join the fan run discord server, you can visit tinyurl.com slash says who discord. You can spread the word, subscribe, and you can leave stars and reviews on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, April 28th. Maybe it will be a normal episode on a normal day. Unlikely, but possible. That will be our next episode. From my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. And from a place of... Oh, boy. In between worlds, in between moods, and in between time periods, in between eras and epics, between the in the liminal spaces, in the doorway, as we stand into the doorway between out and in. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. As we stand in the doorway between out and in. (laughs) Ah. You need to say your name. I don't want to say my name. (laughs) Yawning, and I don't know why. Because this is all this day, this month and this year has been a lot that would be why and last year too the year before that before that and that oh I am Maureen Johnson and this has been says who says who